0: So let me ask you this, when you die, do you want to be forgotten? Do you want people to tell your loved ones, hey, get over it, get over her, get over him, move on, stop talking about that? Or do you want the people who love you to use that love to create a life for themselves filled with joy and purpose and meaning?
1: Hello and welcome back to The Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to change your relationship with depression. I'm your host, Malik Josephs, and this week's topic we'll be highlighting is grief. Now, grief is defined as having deep or intense sorrow or distress, and that typically is associated with experiencing a loss, whether that loss be something like a job or that loss be someone That has passed away. But I think that a lot of people, both separately and collectively, are struggling with grief now more than ever before. One of the main reasons is because of the coronavirus that has caused many people to lose loved ones due to contracting the virus. And many are also grieving the loss of jobs due to the shutdown of the economy. And two, many people are grieving the loss of George Floyd and the countless number of unarmed Black men being murdered, mainly by the police. So it's my hope that this week's episodes will hopefully shed some light on strategies to help those who are grieving, because grief can easily turn into deeper feelings of sadness and depression. So with that said, we have a new featured speaker making her debut in the show to share a heartfelt way that we can grieve the loss of a loved one. Here's Kelly Lynn. Enjoy.
0: Well, here's the truth. Love grows more love. All good things are born out of love. So what if instead of saying to someone, hey, stop talking about your brother, we said, tell me more about your brother who died? What if instead of trying to fix people, we sat with them inside of their pain and we let them tell us what comes next? What if we got rid of the phrase, move on, and instead began to move with, and move through, our losses? Imagine what could happen. Take a look. This is Ethan. At his 20-week ultrasound, he was diagnosed with developing CHD, or congenital heart disease. He wasn't supposed to make it to birth. Instead, Ethan lived seven short years of life, And in that time, he went under some of the most innovative cardiac surgeries known to date. When Ethan died, his parents, Jessica and Eric, took their forever love for him and with it, created hope. The Ethan M. Lindbergh Foundation offers grants, housing, support, and even music therapy to families living with CHD. Because they did not move on or get over their son, His life is now a legacy, and countless of families and people are affected by his life, going forward forever. This is Philip Hernandez. Philip was a wonderful husband, father, and a great man. His life ended instantly when he was hit by a car while out cycling. That's Michelle, Phil's wife. She had no plans on becoming a widow at the age of 35. After Phil's sudden death, Michelle didn't know what to do, and she couldn't find the support and the community that she so desperately needed. So she built it. Michelle created Soaring Spirits International, a nonprofit that connects widowed people worldwide. Their most popular program, Camp Widow, is a three-day event offering workshops, presentations, and social gatherings for widowed men and women of all ages. If Michelle had listened to the countless people who told her to let go of her love for Phil and to get over it, her life would have continued down the road of isolation and loneliness. Instead, her foundation has served over 3 million widowed people worldwide and counting, all because she made the choice to live and share Phil's life forward. On the right there, that's Michael, Michael is Michelle's husband today. He knows that just because Michelle found love with him does not mean that she is over loving Phil, nor does it mean that the pain of losing Phil has magically disappeared. He knows that the heart expands and that Michelle's love for Phil is part of what makes her the great woman that he loves today. Not only does Michael support this, he's a part of it. Michael is the camp widow photographer. Meet Shelby. Shelby was only seven years old when her mom, Megan, died from cystic fibrosis. Mike, Shelby's dad, Mike, met Sarah at Camp Widow in Tampa, Florida. Sarah was there because her fiancé, Drew, died in a helicopter crash. Drew's parents have made the choice to continue to love Sarah as an extension of their love for their son. Megan's parents have chosen to do the same by continuing to love Mike and Shelby. Now, Shelby knows that Sarah is not her mother, but she is a mother figure, and the two have formed a really special bond. You see, Sarah was just about Shelby's age when she lost her own mother. So every time the two are around each other, their hearts heal just a little bit more. Back to this picture on the left under the Christmas tree. It's about two weeks before Christmas. There's a knock at the door. This giant box arrives. Inside it, present after present after present from Drew's entire family. His grandparents, his parents, his aunts and uncles, all of them for Shelby, for Mike, and for Sarah. This nine-year-old little girl who had not enough time on this earth with her own mother, now giddy with joy as she opens multiple gifts from Drew's family, a man she has never even met, but whose life and death is now exploding into an avalanche of love right on her living room floor. If even one person in this scenario made a different choice, this beautiful picture would not exist, and all of these people would be living much smaller lives. Instead, all of their lives grew bigger and wider. More love. The love that Mike and Sarah have for each other does not diminish or delete the love that Sarah will always have for Drew and that Mike will always have for Megan. In fact, it multiplies it. It honors it. Love grows love. And what about me? What have I done with the forever love that I'll always have for my husband, Don? Well, I'm happy to tell you, I am a speaker at Camp Widow, where I've been giving my comedic presentation about life and loss since 2013. I started a campaign called Pay It Forward for Don Shepard Day, where I ask people anywhere and everywhere to do acts of kindness in his honor, and then they get published in my blog. Now, over the years, hundreds and hundreds of people have taken part in these acts of kindness, and many of them don't even know me, nor do they know my husband. I'm writing a book about our forever love story, and about my story after. And I'm standing here with all of you today, giving this very personal and important message into the universe. My husband's heart may have stopped beating on July 13th, 2011, but he lives on every single day because it's my mission to make damn sure of it. Great things can happen, when we continue to tell the stories of those we have lost, who have died. And it doesn't have to be on this grand of a scale. Each of us can be the person that changes the message for someone else about grief, love, and loss. That is how change happens. One person, one mind at a time. Every single one of us in this room, and everyone watching this online, and me, guess what? We're all going to die. Not right now, so don't, don't panic. Hopefully it's not right now. <laughs> but we are. We're all going to die at some point. We have no choice about that. We have no choice about that. But guess what? We do have a choice about how we talk about those who have died, the language we use. So let me ask you this. When you die, do you want to be forgotten? Do you want people to tell your loved ones, hey, get over it. Get over her. Get over him. Move on. Stop talking about that. Or, do you want the people who love you to use that love to create a life for themselves filled with joy and purpose and meaning? Isn't that what you deserve? Isn't that what we all deserve? My wish for everyone here today, for each one of us, is that when our time is up, the people who love us never move on. The people who love us, they tell our story. Because here's the truth, if we move on and let go of and get rid of the people that we love who have died, if we do that, then guess what? They really are gone. They're gone. They're just gone forever. But if we tell each other's stories and if we use that love to create more love and to multiply each other's worlds, if we can do that, then nobody ever really dies
1: much thanks to kelly lynn for stopping by and sharing her story you can connect with her by visiting her website a kelly and kelly is spelled k-e-l-l-e-y or you can follow her on instagram at kelly is kelly and if you like this clip there will be a link of the entire talk in the show description below And I'd like to close with my condolences that go out to anyone who has recently suffered a loss. And with that, we'll close the show. And I'll see you back here Wednesday with the new featured speaker to continue this week's topic of grief. So until then, stay strong. Later.